Hello, this is your host, Brian Hammond, and welcome to the Between the Lines podcast, where you will hear the personal backstories of my poetry and the experiences that go along with them. Be prepared for real, raw honesty as I read, reflect, and expose the emotions that went into writing them as we read Between the Lines. Hey there, it's Brian. The episode you're about to listen to is part two of the conversation with Heather O. Prince. I hope you love it. Don't forget to follow Heather on the internet at Heather O. Prince on everything from Instagram to TikTok. And uh, Google her and you will find her books. She is a children's book writer and a wonderful one at that. So I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Get some water. Stop talking, Heather. <laughs> Need silence on the set, please. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Between the Lines. My name is Brian Allen Hammond, and I am back with my wonderful friend, Heather, on the second part of our conversation about life, love, and being creative on the internet. Hi, Heather. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me back, Brian. Fantastic. I'm so happy to have you here again. Um, as everyone would have heard already, the, the first podcast we did, this will be just be a continuation of it. Um, we have so much to talk about, I think, uh, still. I think we'll always have so much to say. <laughs> so <laughs> today, um, I just want to just kind of start off where we ended last time. We were talking about TikTok versus Instagram and the cons and pros of each of them. I think we both agree that TikTok is a better platform. Superior, um, definitely. As I'm using it currently right now. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and Instagram is kind of not doing a very good job of, I guess, sending out our content into the internet to the right people, I suppose. Yeah, it sometimes feels like we're not we're not as motivated on the other apps to engage. And there's a lot more um, reinforcement, whether it be through battles and games, whether it be through gifts where, where you end up getting money, whether you're just making new friends and you're in some multi-chat guest box. So it's it's definitely just such a, a, a bigger platform to meet more people. I definitely feel like you don't get the same support, whether you're a business or just an individual on Instagram. Also, I, I want to say that on TikTok, it's very easy to like, you can make money pretty easily, which is Agreed. very surprising to me. I, I have made enough to like live off of for like, I've been on it for a month and I have made a large portion of my income from TikTok. And on Instagram, there's no way I could have even done any of that. No, I think I, think I told you, but uh, the Instagram reels recently told me that I could I could uh, be part of the monetization program. And every single time I post a reel within two minutes, I get a notification to let me know that it is not making them any money. <laughs> you're not making us any money. So you're not getting any money either. Right. But TikTok's like, look, here's a platform. You don't have to make money on it. If you want to, you can, if you want to make more, you can, it's pretty much up to you, which I think is just a really smart business model. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, 
So we'll move on a little bit. That was just kind of a recap. We talked about writing and being on a full-time creative. Um, we talked about how you are a children's book author um, and a wonderful one at that. Um, <laughs> and the journey you. you had to take to get to that. It took like 15 years, you said. So that's Good. incredible. And you finally made it. And I love that so much. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. And we also talked about our friendship that we developed from TikTok. We met on TikTok. And it's been like incredible uh, to know you because you're one of my favorite people in the world now. And it happens so quickly. And I love that so much. Completely organically, even though it was through an algorithm. <laughs> yeah, an algorithm did it, but it was very organic. It was amazing. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so to move on with this conversation, I really want to talk about love. And when I say love, that's such a big word that it's like, where are we going to, where are we going to even start and where are we going to go with this? <laughs> But I think love as itself, I think is so important to the world and to just being alive as a human person, because you can literally, you can die from not having love as an right. infant, right? If you don't have enough love, enough cuddles, you will not be around very long. And I think that is literally the basics of like, living it's one of the things you need to exist and be alive yeah they say the same thing for um when you're older if you don't have friendships or that's why you can have someone who um has a heart attack after their spouse passes away i mean it's it's critical for all of us we need it and, and it doesn't like, cost anything <laughs> it's free you can just give it to somebody and you don't you never run out of it exactly. and it's like an, a never-ending well of just love. And I love that so much. I've always been somebody who has just naturally been a lover. Um, that's something who I was when I was like a little baby, I was a lover. Um, mm -hmm. And and then I grew up and then I became a hopeless romantic love poet, which if I would have known how much of a hard time that would cause me in the beginning of my life, I maybe not would have chosen that route. <laughs> You know, I, I wouldn't maybe have chosen to be more like the rest of my friends or like my family, you know, but now I'm in, like eternally grateful. Oh, yes. To be who I am and to have loved so much, even if it has caused me to be hurt, like pretty often, to be honest. Um, but it's like I would not change anything. We have so much incredible art that came out of it. That is true. I have written four books of poetry based on love. And it is, that's insane to me that I've even, that's a different story. Just being able to write four books is insane. Um, and having that much content and to give to the world um, is, is incredible to me. But then it's just in the idea of love. And I was looking for love when I started writing. I was like, I am not receiving it. So I'm going to write it and hopefully I will feel better and feel loved, maybe even love myself a little bit more because mm. self-love, that is, I think, extremely important as you go grow older and you become a, a real person, you know, you, you have to like accept yourself, which is definitely, and you can't really love someone else. I mean, it's true when they say you can't love someone else unless you love yourself. Yeah. That is a very true sentence. You don't have this space for it. Yeah, or even you, the understanding. It's really, it's, I feel like as soon as you, I learned this around 25, 26, 
I learned like I am lovable. And that's the first time when I learned this, I, I had to go to therapy to figure this out, but I did it. And my therapist is like, you know, you, you deserve to be loved. And I was like, wait a second, <laughs> this is brand new information. <laughs> <This> can't be <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm worthy of good things. That's weird. Um, but yeah, it was amazing to learn this about myself and then be able to accept myself like fully. Cause at 22, I was able to accept that I, am a love poet and I like being like I love love songs and I love that feeling of like ooey gooey-ness you know <laughs> because that's just who I am as a person I'm a big old ooey gooey I love it though that's so, I think that's you. what draws so many people to you I mean you have a lot of fans and followers now and it it's because of that just kindness and the love that you exude in every single way so we're all all very glad we're very sorry that you went through all of that but yeah. we're also very glad for what it shaped but, you into because yes like if in spite of it I am still here and I am like still myself I got pretty jaded for a while there for the last three years I would say I've been pretty jaded but then kind of I've always I just stopped kind of feeling for a while I started mm. doing things that I wouldn't normally do acting in certain ways that I wouldn't normally act mostly because I was unhappy with the things I was doing and the way I was acting. So it was kind of a vicious cycle. Um, and then I ended up, I literally forced myself to stop doing the things that was causing me to be sad about my life. Um, and with that, uh, like I started exercising, I started, I started, uh, stopped partaking in some certain kind of uh, activities because I was doing it. It clouded my brain so much. And I wasn't able to like feel anything. Right. You were numbing. And I was numbing out the pain that I really was just should have had been dealing with. What um, was the moment though, that you were like, okay, I'm done being this way for those three years. You know, what I, was that moment? April 27th, 2023. So in April, I was a completely different person in April that, than I am now. I was like, that's like five or six weeks. Before I know. <laughs> that's wild to me. Yeah. So what was it though that, brought you to that place i was having feelings of in tiktok language of wanting to be unalive mm. um and it was and i noticed this but i was like i definitely do want to be alive i want to be because when i am in my normal state of mind i am happy and i'm enjoying life but then i was in i had an addiction which i definitely have um I, and I would be sad. I was sad at nighttime because I wasn't up there. I wasn't flying high. Mm -hmm. And then, so then I would fly high and then it would make me even sadder where I was contemplating ways of how to not feel this way anymore. But in my brain, I was like, I want to be alive and I know this and I feel that, but I'm having a rough time. And then I tried to go to therapy again. Uh, at the time, the nearest therapist that I could go to was like uh, three weeks down, down the road. And oh. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it down that way. But then I was like, you know what, if, if someone else can't help me, I have to like force myself to be better. And in that, in that way, I, April 27th, 2023, I stopped partaking in, a, in, 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 those activities 
Um, I started eating healthier. I was eating Taco Bell and McDonald's every day of my life. And then I stopped. I became a vegetarian for a slight week. And then I was like, okay, don't like that. And then I went into like being just a politarian or a po- I don't know what they call it, but chicken, mostly that- chicken. Oh, that's right. You, right. That's right. So mostly just chicken. Yeah. And then I started meditating. Um, that's because, a huge one. Which changed everything. I meditated for 60 days straight, like in a row, 60 days in a row. Um, every night and during the day, I made it a daily thing, like three times a day, the morning, lunchtime, and then at night I would meditate. And that's then, a great habit to have. Yes. And then my life kind of, my routine changed. I moved and then I became uh, kind of unstable in what I was doing. And then I stopped doing everything and then I kind of fell back. Um, but now I'm kind of back on the right track. You know, I'm not going, yeah. it's hard to go cold turkey, cold turkey. Yeah. Cold turkey with everything uh, that you were doing. Um, Definitely. And so I really changed everything. It changed who I was as a person one day. And I did it for 60 days. And then I was like, okay, this is difficult to maintain. Um, But I really, I learned so much about myself. I learned that I could do hard things. I learned that if I really wanted to, I can become a different person or a better person Um, or just a slightly, just to grow just slightly. It was a more, it made me feel like I was powerful. I was going to say stronger than you realized. And I did this and we're talking about love. I did this because I wanted to, I love myself and I noticed I was hurting myself by doing all these terrible things um, that were hurting me. And so I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to feel this way anymore. And I did something about it, which is very difficult to do, especially when it you is. That's that incredible. Mindset. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do that, especially on their own in that way, especially since you weren't able to get um, treatment quickly. And I'm very glad that you didn't do anything to harm yourself. I can't yes. imagine that world. Yeah, that that I'm happy because it's like I like I said, like it was I in my brain, I was like, you know, this could be a good way to take care of this problem. But then I was like, but I don't want to take care of the problem. I want to like fix the problem, you know, fixing it. You can fix it in multiple ways, but like to be still around and to exist. That's what I like because I love when I feel alive. And a lot of the time when I'm partaking and flying high, it feels nice, but also you gotta, it's, it's, it's a difficult balance for sure. Because well, it can make you think that you're alive, right? Exactly. Like that can make you feel like exactly. that is what feeling alive is. Exactly. And yet it's the complete opposite. And then you fall back into that loop. So commend you for getting out of that cycle. Yeah, it's it's rough. And both the times I went to therapy were the most difficult situations of my life where I was, I was having the same thoughts in a different situation. Um, and it was, it was, it's nice to be able to know that I have control over myself when I really need to have control over myself. Um, but yeah, I think you have to be kind to yourself at all times. Like, and sometimes you're mean to yourself because you know yourself the most, you know, definitely. But, you you kind of uh you gotta be kind and love yourself or else it will it and I think we've just been talking about it this entire time. You gotta love yourself because if you don't, you would end up kind of despising yourself. Yes. As a as a woman, I find that um for a long time, it doesn't matter how pretty a person can be, it's 
it, it's odd because you're, it, you're kind of told in society that you can't think that you're pretty, right? Because then you're being vain. But yet, if you don't think that you're pretty, this is the Barbie movie, right? You're quoting the Barbie movie. It pretty much, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Then if I do think that, then I I have low self-esteem. Yeah. So that's something that I definitely worked on and still work on as an adult is, um, is, is just literally looking at myself in the mirror and telling myself that. I'm pretty or that I love myself or that I'm, you know, cause the, the body we have in this moment is literally the only one. It doesn't matter what you had before or what you wish you had in the future. This is it <laughs> in this moment. This is all so, you are. Yeah, exactly. So I try to really just, uh, if I even have that negative thought to just kind of rewrite it or write over it, if you will, the way we probably would <laughs> erase those words and put the new words back in. And I do find that it works. I find that I, um, I think I have a healthy balance of how I see myself and, and I, I hope other people can do things like that because it is sad that we're not taught to feel good about ourselves in that way, or to be okay with that, to feel comfortable with saying it out loud that, Hey, you know, I like my ears or I love the way my, my, uh, legs look today. Like yeah. it doesn't really matter. We just kind of have this uh, idea that we're not supposed to say those things. And so yeah, I, it- I really try to that's a strange thing to think that if you say something nice about yourself, it's seen as like a negative, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're so full of yourself. You think you're pretty. Exactly. Like, exactly. Of course, you should think you're an attractive person. You should be able to look in the mirror and be like, I love this person who I'm looking right. at. Right. And that's something that I, I hope we all work on. So really? I think that that type of kindness is, is huge as well, because I'll be and you know, say around a group of, of girlfriends and, and there are times that it's like, oh, I wish I didn't have, you know, this wrinkle. Oh, I wish I didn't have this. And it's more about what we wish we didn't have mm-hmm. versus complimenting our own selves on what we have. Absolutely. Being grateful, I learned is such a pillar of being able to live in the world that we are in because we're always looking forward to the next thing mm-hmm. and like looking for like whatever you want to look for and change your body of like, I want those abs. I want, I want bigger arms. I want to, I want these wrinkles to go away. So I'm going to use the, all these products on my, my face, all this stuff. But really the world is telling you like, you don't look good or you should have abs or you should be a different way than you are. But in reality, right, we're comparing ourselves to what <laughs> you're, to Photoshop people in magazines and on the internet. Okay. Yeah. And the internet is, very interesting uh, because we're speaking about kindness uh, and loving yourself. And this kind of brings us into the next next topic that we have, being kind on the internet, which is, you say that, but then it sounds kind of like that doesn't sound real. There's you, When you think of the internet, you think of people who are kind of just mean. And it's like, you think of like the cyber bullies, but you never heard of like the cyber uh, what's the opposite of bully? I don't know, but like just, <laughs> the kindness, like the just, kindness, bull, you know, the kindness on the, I'm on, like, on the I know I'm like, here we have two. There, there's no word for it because <laughs> no, it doesn't right. exist. You know, right. you, hear, you hear of cyberbullying, but there's no like happiness, uh, cyber happiness. I don't know. That sounds weird. Um, but you know, you being kind on the internet and being on TikTok, like right now, if I look at the live, I'm sure there is someone out on the live right now that is saying something mean. Oh, yes. And I'm not even going to look because I don't want to see it. And that's the thing you got to do. You you have to kind of just overcome what these people say because 
no one is ever going to, not everyone is ever going to like you. Everyone, if everyone liked you, you're doing something wrong, I think. I agree, actually. Because <laughs> then I, there's no way you're being genuine. Yeah. Because have, there's because always going to be something. You're trying to make everybody like you. So you're changing who you are to make this group happy. But then that group over there would not like you. So you have to like go over here and be like, oh, actually, I actually. And then they're like, wait, you just, you're different now. So well, we even find that in our lives on TikTok. If I'm, uh, sometimes I'm doing art and I have people who come in for that. Sometimes I do the, the AI stuff for fun and people come in for that. And then somehow they're upset with me in different lives. If I'm not the person they were looking for. 100%. Someone just said cyber ally. Ooh. And I love that. I love cyber. That ally. is wonderful. So that's Way perfect. to go. Yeah. Whoever said that is, that's perfect. I love that. That is so perfect. But, yeah. And you were also saying like, you're not being in a certain way, like, oh, you're not acting like an AI right now. I don't like you, mm -hmm. which I get that all the time. And people are like, oh, you're not being an AI. People are saying that right now. You're like, oh, you're not doing AI. No, I'm being myself and I'm creating something else because I'm not only an AI. I promise I'm actually a real human is the thing. <laughs> and I sometimes act like an AI, but also this is who I am right now. The conversations we are sharing right now are who, well, how I feel and how I think, you know? So it's, it's very weird to, one thing that I love is finding you, finding my friend, Alicia, our friend, Alicia and mm -hmm. Kaylee, and then a bunch core of four. the core four for sure. <laughs> um, and then find you're the kindest person like in the world. It feels like there's, oh. you know, we're not always kind. And I know that for a fact, because I'm not always kind. No. So, but <laughs> <laughs> overcoming how we actually feel and then coming out the other side and being like you know what what you said is kind of mean but like you can feel that way if you want but we really don't like it when you're being that way to us in our little community right and, and it's just unnecessary it, it always surprises me that someone will take the time out of their day when you think of how quickly you can actually scroll through right like i mean yes. you can scroll really quickly and so see a lot happens. of people really fast <clears throat> so then you're stopping you're watching us. And then you're like, you know what? I need to tell them how I feel right now versus just continuing just to move on and find your life. No, no, no. As I say, Heather, as I say, the entrance is also the exit. I love that so much. You I can leave it. the same way you came in, just right there. <laughs> exactly. But no, you want to, you want to spend your life saying something mean to me. To somebody who's just acting like an AI, having the best time of their life, just acting mm -hmm. like an AI. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I love that you and I both, our approach is to just first try kindness. And then mm -hmm. if not, then we're like, okay, you have to get muted. But we both attempt to just, um, I wouldn't say make light of it, but definitely turn it around on them in a way they don't expect. Yeah. They <laughs> and, and then we find out they end up following us I after love they've been trolling I us. <laughs> yes, I love it when a bully comes in and they are like, "Oh, you're you're silly. You're being dumb. Like, what are you doing? Your parents don't love you. They're so disappointed in you." <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, that's not very nice to say." And also, my parents support me and love me so much, and they are not in, like embarrassed by me, which is why bullies on the internet in our lives. Because, like we were saying, you can convert them into like liking you mm -hmm. <laughs> after you like call them out for their shenanigans. Mm -hmm you're like, Hey, and then they, you see that they follow and you're like, Oh, interesting. Why are you following me? If you seem to really dislike me. There was one person and this really showed me how we 
how it really does work <clears throat> to just use your kindness. And cause I was, I was like, I don't know what's going on with you, but I'm really sorry that you might be having a hard day or a hard week or a hard life for you to be coming in here and being so frustrated at something I'm just doing by being myself and being happy with myself right now. And they commented back something kind of snarky. And then I just reiterated what, you know, again, I just, I'm sorry if you feel that way, but you can feel free to leave. And then they followed me and then they told me, yeah, I've actually had a really hard week. I'm sorry. And mm -hmm. it was like, wow, like at least I love that they admitted it though, but that was a huge thing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I love accountability. It's like, oh, I'm taking my frustration out on this, well, this random person on the yeah. internet. Just because the weirdest face thing is in front of me. That's so strange to do that in the first place. Because you're sad or you're just unhappy and you're angry. And so you're like, I'm going to make this, I'm going to attempt to make this person sad and upset and angry for some mm -hmm. reason, just for no reason. And that is just, I don't, I don't think we'll ever understand it. No, but it's just the like transference they, they, of that. Yeah. They needed some sort of outlet and you just happened to be that person at that moment. Exactly. Um, yeah. And also that's so strange. It's just, it's just a strange experience to be on TikTok and on the internet. <laughs> it is. I think for us, because we're so new with how many followers all of a sudden we have and how many people are interacting with us. So it's such new territory for us to have um, bullies. Luckily we have so many allies that we, yes, we have they tend to, to go back to bat for us, but it's still very new for both of us. And it's still, you know, no matter what, it can sting sometimes depending on what Absolutely. they say Absolutely. in the beginning, it was very hard for me. The first few times they ever got really mean comments. I was kind of shaken by them. Now I just go like you and I've kind of overcome it by being like, look, this is just who I am. Like, I can't help that I'm weird and silly and whatever. So you can come along for the ride or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very much like a silly goose on the internet and I'm not sorry about it. I no. will dance my life away on live. And just, if anybody comes in and they say things, I'm just like, sorry that I'm happy, you know, <laughs> sorry that I'm having and a I good time. And maybe that's what it is, right? Is this sense of like, I'm frustrated that I'm not as happy as you. So I'm going to mm -hmm. try to take some mm -hmm. of your happiness away. That's so interesting. Um, so I think we can move into like maybe um, parasocial relationships, um, which if you don't know what that is, parasocial relationships are kind of one-sided relationships, um, like with a celebrity or someone on the internet that they don't know that you exist, kind of, you know, they see you interacting, but you don't know them, they don't know you, but you feel like you know them. And so I'm on a live right now, people think that they know me because they've learned all these things about me, but they've never met me in real life. They haven't spent, uh, you know, a, a, an immense amount of time with me. But then there's people who think that they do know you, like personally, and, I think it goes well with like people coming into my life um, and I'm probably talking to someone who's on my live right now, but it's like, they come into my life and they're like, Hey, do an AI, do AI right now. And I'm like, you're not, in, you're not in charge of me. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not, a, exactly I'm, it's not a dance want. monkey. That's yeah, not, I'm not a dancing <laughs> monkey. I hope you know that I'm a real person and I do exactly what I want to do. I do AI because I enjoy it and I like making other people happy. But I also, number one, it's me. I want to make myself happy. And if that makes you happy, fantastic. Thank you for being yeah. here. Thank you for following along and being here. But then there's people who get a little bit 
too attached Mm -hmm. um, who are like this person I know them I guess because I've talked to them in a chat once on live and so I know them really really well and and then they come to you with some personal things um you had an example of this earlier um I don't know if you want to talk about it or not um just the fact that uh I think because you and I are both kind and open people we do make connections quickly to our followers um but sometimes there is this line that I'm having a hard time kind of figuring out how to navigate where uh people will come into my dm and you know it it might be a quick <clears throat> hi how are you oh I'm good how was your day da 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 uh and then the next thing I know it will be like their life story or something terrible that's happening to them and I feel this sense of obligation to be there for them. And yet I don't even know them. And I have other people in my life that I do know that need my attention in that way. And so it's, it's very difficult to want to be there for each person who loves and supports you, but not be able to. And I really still am trying to learn how to, how do I set those boundaries? How do I say that in a nice way? How do I support people who are going, going through all these difficult things when I genuinely may not have time for that it is, is, and I don't mean that in a rude way. Literally, there's like, just no, you don't have time, time for it, but also maybe you don't have the emotional capacity to deal with it, but also yes, you, very true. you don't want to feel like you're being a jerk or mm-hmm. being um, maybe not kind to this person, even though you don't even know who this person is. I always feel like I'm abandoning them, which is an odd thing, which is weird because you're not even in the same boat with them. I have no idea why I feel that. Yeah. It's such a strange feeling because I do. I'll immediately feel that way. Now, I don't know because I was a behavioral therapist for before, if that's part of it, if, if it's just my instinct is to help someone correct a difficult situation and how do I help them come out of that? So that's my first go-to. And I'm having to kind of figure out how do I rewire myself where that isn't my first, because it's a great quality to have, but it also can put me in some really difficult situations where I'm involved in situations that I don't want to be involved in and I don't know how to get out of them. And what we discussed earlier is like when someone comes to you with this big problem in their life, where they're dealing with a difficult situation, um, what you can do is provide resources for them to get the help that they want or they things that they would need to to maybe get through the issue that they're having um which feels like you it could make you feel like you're still not doing anything because they want your attention they want something from you um yes but still it's you you don't have an obligation to to help this person but what you can do is provide the resources for like support groups or like uh, like anything else like that depends on what they're dealing with, obviously. But, and then also maybe just setting that boundary of like, hey, I am I know that you want to like have this conversation and you want me to help you, but I, that's not my, that's not my role. I swear, that is, oh, just hearing that makes me feel so guilty. I think because I'm like, no, my role is the therapist. And I'm like, no, Heather, no. you're not, you don't have to ever be that for anyone. And instead of just being, you know, being a friend is enough. And I think a friend is someone who says, Hey, here's some resources. I Absolutely. think that advice you gave me earlier was 
so key. And I think for the listeners, it's huge to know that because it did help me, even though, yeah, I may not feel like it's enough. I knew that it was as much as I could do in that moment. And that it was more than nothing and that it still shows that you care and you love. And if anything, you're trying to help provide them with the tools they actually need that you can't give them. So I, I, I think I really appreciate you giving me that advice. Cause it, of course I, when you first told me, I was like, this is obvious Heather. (laughs) And I'm still, I'm still a person who responds to people who tell me big things. And I'm like, okay, I want to help this person as much as I can but I know that I cannot help them because I'm not qualified to help people. I'm barely qualified to go live on the internet. I'm barely (laughs) qualified to have a podcast. So it's like, I can't, I can't help anybody because sometimes I can't even help myself a lot of the time. So it's, but then you, you came to me with this, which is so nice because that means you trust me, which I love. I do so much. So much. I and it. you think I have good answers to things. So I like that too. Uh, uh, you did look at, you literally fixed it. And this is giving, it. we're giving <laughs> the advice to people. <laughs> I just straight up did finger guns. Um, I love but, it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, it's easy. It's good to go and reach out to your friends and ask for advice for things like that. And I think that's what that person should have done in the first place is reached out to someone they knew and uh, told them what was going on in their life, which is difficult. That person specifically, big, difficult decisions that they have to make for themselves. Um, yes. And maybe and it was easier. He, and unfortunately, that person didn't have a huge support system. So yes. I think that was even more so why I feel, um, I guess, obligation is a mm-hmm. good word. And, and that's the word that, that I, I need to be careful of because it is not an obligation to do those things. So yeah, you're, this is why I call you, <laughs> <laughs> I call you for many reasons, but <laughs> this is a big one. Well, like you said earlier on the phone that we will, we can give advice. A lot of times we can give advice to someone, but that for some reason we then won't also take, like, we don't hear it the same. Yeah. yeah. Like if I was in that situation, I'd also reach out to you, be like, what do I do? <laughs> this is I feel like I would not have been as good as I feel like I would have been really bad at that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a clear uh a clear mind is hard to have when you're in in it, you know? That's true. Cause you're just you you're seeing a, a ton like a thousand different angles of it at that point. So yeah. you're feeling all of these emotions. So yeah, I was I was in the quicksand of the emotional state. The quicksand, so. the quicksand of the emotion. I love that. So no, I just randomly said <laughs> you're you you say really piffy things when you're just off the cuff like that. I'm like, let's write it down quick. Quick. <laughs> that does it for today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please follow me on Spotify. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please give me a rating. It really helps us out in the long run. If you want to follow Heather on the internet, she's on TikTok and on Instagram at Heather O Prince. Also, Heather is releasing a children's book called Tree Pharmacy very soon. If you are interested in checking that out, uh, give her a, a DM on Instagram or on TikTok, and I'm sure she'll be very happy to get back to you. Again, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week.